0: I'm going to start counting down from 100. I'm only going to count the first nine, and then you just count the rest of them in your head. <laughs> Perfect. And we start on zero. You're listening to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Freshly Baked Crackers. With your hosts, Josh Guster. And Ian
1: Maxwell. Here is the soup. <laughs> Intergalactic soup, though. This is the Freshly Baked <laughs> Crackers Podcast. Well, here we are hey, again. Howdy. Howdy. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Jumping in together. We're both ready for this. Hey. Howdy, gang. We're back.
0: Welcome. Okay. We, actually, we've always been here. We're just now letting you guys come back.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. We're, so we're inviting you in.
0: Yeah, welcome back.
1: We've been sitting in stasis until Marvel decided to finally release information about the new phases, and here we are, cracking from the we're, egg like Adam Warlock. He's in a cocoon.
0: We've been sitting in stasis waiting for DC to completely shit the bed. <laughs>
1: And somehow ruin the entirety of maybe Warner Brothers. Yeah, we're gonna get into some of this stuff.
0: What a crazy week!
1: It really, yeah, perfect time for us to uh, to return. I think it really has been like a ballistics of media fun times from both sides, from like the big, you know, companies.
0: I mean, how how crazy is it that this company Warner Brothers, one of the oldest names in the entertainment merges with the discovery channel and the first thing they they do is they cancel the scoob prequel (laughs) right i want i want answers
1: i mean i i think so far the buzz is that it's we have at least one person we can blame pretty much all of this on that old zaslav david zaslav of discovery plus um yeah, it, he just seems bitter that, like, the other guy made HBO look good, and now that it's his turn at the seat, he's like, well, it's my turn to make Discovery look good by apparently tearing down, like, like you say, Warner Brothers shit, one of the oldest, like, you know, animation and f- feature film things in our our lexicon. You know, you oh, fucking yeah, HBO, the uh, the premier television network we've had for decades now, wants to, like, rebrand HBO. Like, it's insanity.
0: It's also really crazy that they're, now it's one thing that obviously the main thing we're talking about is Batgirl, yeah, being yes. shelled, which was everyone says it's basically ninety-seven percent done. Like I think they're just working on FX. yeah, and the Scoob prequel, obviously. But yeah. Like, beyond that, they've been taking things down from HBO Max, like mm-hmm. things that are completed, things that they don't have to put any more money into. Yeah, like what? What is the point of like? How much could it possibly cost for them to host Robert Zemeckis' The Witches remake? I mean,
1: <laughs> right.
0: What's the, what's the, it's I don't our, get why they're taking that stuff down.
1: I don't either. I mean, especially it's been up for months at that point. Like, yeah, it's not even shelving something they just dropped last week. Like,
0: it, no, it, it, it really does, does feel year. spiteful. Yeah,
1: like, it's done. Du- what else are they? Lo- I mean, it's not like people are going to cancel their subscriptions because The Witches is on there, you know? I I don't think. Uh, I want to know that two mad pro- person.
0: <laughs> two of the projects feature Anne Hathaway. I want to know what that has to
1: do with it. Oh, interesting. Some Anne Hathaway hate in the background.
0: Maybe some (laughs) shame getting thrown at anne hathaway i mean
1: hollywood's always given her more shit than she deserves anyway
0: i think she seems like a perfectly nice person
1: i agree yeah i never really understood the hate for her i've I've enjoyed most of the projects she's in you know but she's a lady in hollywood
0: i i know but like don't we i don't understand i don't get don't we need women to be playing the female roles in movies.
1: Let's go back to the, the Shakespearean movies. days, men in wigs.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She's She seems pretty cool. She's very pretty, and she played Catwoman.
1: Yeah, she was, you know, you get a pass, you play Catwoman. I mean, maybe I mean, not Holly Berry, but she's done other things yeah. to make up for that, I
0: guess. Like, I'm not going to go out and... Rewatch because i've seen it but i'm not going to go out and like purposely rewatch the devil loves prada or whatever but like <laughs> i think Anne hathaway seems like a solid fucking person i'm like sure. i don't i don't know
1: uh, you know I don't know, why,
0: yes. I don't know why i don't know why i don't know why or whatever his name is hates Anne hathaway but that's why i'm sorry yeah
1: that- he has a he has a clear vendetta against specifically Anne Hathaway. I I definitely feel it in my bones.
0: But what the but the, the Batgirl movie going yes. away means that we get one less performance that we thought we were going to get of Michael Keaton playing Batman. Yes,
1: again. yes. I, I mean, and the other project, The Flash, is wrapped up in some oh, fun times with old Ezra Miller. Uh, oh. <laughs> And uh, I think there was a third project he was supposed to be in that ended up getting shelved as well.
0: I don't know what the deal is with Ezra Miller, but
1: someone needs to help them. Yes. Uh, Yes, they need therapy so bad.
0: (laughs) That's the problem with this is that we we see something like this happening to a person. This person is the lead of a multi-million dollar film. And has been in a multi-million-dollar, multi-billion-dollar franchise.
1: Yeah, or,
0: or at least a billion-dollar franchise of the Snyderverse or the DCEU, whatever you want to call it. Like, why isn't why isn't Warner Brothers reached
1: out to help them? I mean, they're in international waters right now, so you know it's probably difficult to reach them with a lawyer. But true. Uh, but true. yeah, it you know. You think that there would be some sort of support group in that corporate hierarchy, but, you know, I mean, they're too busy canceling movies to I guess care about a human I being. I guess but...
0: so. I guess so. It's just How weird. hard is it to just, just make a statement say, look, like, look, they are obviously going through something. Um, we are going to do everything we can on our side to support them. And instead of, Like, just, and like every fucking nerdy website on the planet is just, it's Thursday. Let's fucking talk about Ezra Miller being a crazy person. Yeah. And it's like, man, is that really how we help people.
1: Yeah, yeah, flame them. You know, mental illness is just a perfect way to, you know, flame a person now. It's it's very, I don't know, it's gross. But, I mean, that's kind of always been the sort of Hollywood machine when we start looking at actors as, like, uh, you know, icons as opposed to just people doing, you know, a fun job at pretend-me-ups. Like, we start taking that shit so seriously that it goes the other way, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've liked his work since uh, the perks of being a wallflower the first time i remember right. seeing him. and i really enjoy uh their work in that and i really i mean i don't <laughs> you know when it comes to like itunes and being able to own movies for very cheap right there's a lot of stuff i own that i don't i'm not going to sit here and act like there's stuff i've never watched <laughs> of course that i own and there's stuff that I've just fallen asleep watching. <laughs> and, you know, he's, they're very obvious. They're very famously in the Fantastic Beast movies, and I just can't finish them. Mm, yeah, I don't know. No. I just can't. You are not faulted for that. No, it's just, it's too adjacent. It's too, it's not <laughs> like, you know, there's an old joke that Chris Rock used to tell about Hillary Clinton, where he was. Hillary Clinton assumes that black voters are going to vote for her. And his joke is, we love your husband. We're not sure about you. <laughs> right. And that's how I feel like that's how as a, as a person who did really enjoy the Harry Potter movies, I feel that way about fantastic. <laughs> I'm like, Look, I love Harry Potter. I don't fucking know about you. I get
1: it. Right. <laughs> I,
0: I, I get what you're doing. Like, Sorry. Name like alone. It, isn't like going to work out. Like, <laughs> Like the Fantastic Beast movies are like those videos when a little child is surprised by their father after their father shaved his beard off. <laughs> That's how I feel like. Where I'm like, oh look, starts at the beginning. Like oh, this is so familiar. <laughs> look, there's, like the, there's like the darker Warner Brothers logo. This is definitely oh. here's the song. Oh, we're getting some. Who are these people? i like, who? Uh, why <laughs> what do I? This? Why do I care? Yeah. Why do I care about any of this? Excellent. So anyway, it's <laughs> a Miller. You know,
1: come yeah. on. And especially when we really could use some, like, wholesome NB icons right now. We really don't need one of them to be on the run with small children, you know? It's it's pretty much a bad look for us all at the moment. This is a touchy time. Uh, come on, Ezra. At least put it together, you know? Yeah. But, I, I mean, it, it just... It's crazy. And, like, The Flash is supposed to be a tentpole movie at this point as well, especially if uh, Zazlak is going to be leaning into um, building up Warner Brothers and DC franchises like the MCU, which is what he... Sort of like in a in a paraphrase, claims to want to do. uh, What are you doing with this thing, you know? And they haven't really made any sort of actual announcement at all. Like they're just ignoring Ezra's existence entirely.
0: They are. It's (laughs) really strange. Like that's what I mean about them not even making a statement saying, "Hey, like we 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 reach like our hearts go out to Ezra Miller, and we want to help them." In any way that we can, you know, like, they're not saying anything. They're just like, <laughs> you know, fuck Batgirl. girl.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just going to rob Michael Keaton of some good shit and... I mean, uh, and by all accounts, the Batgirl movie seemed like it could have been a good project. There was all kinds of good shit attached, good people attached. I know that there was that word about, um, you know, the test audience fucking hated it to the point that the company was like, ooh, we got to change. But this guy is making all these moves in the last two days. Like, I am, I think everything Warner Brother does right now is going to be a little suspect, personally.
0: Ian, 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 Ian. Here's a thing, okay? I love everybody. <laughs> and I think that everybody deserves to be represented. And I believe that everybody deserves a voice that is heard. And mm-hmm. I love that Marvel. I feel like it's done a very good job at pushing different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, than just the average thing. But I I feel and this is coming from a straight dude, <laughs> but like man, Ezra Miller dropped the ball for like the <laughs> <his> entire L G B T Q <laughs> Pan trans everybody that's like <laughs> trying to just get a foothold in the society. I know, and get some sort of like, please take us seriously. We're people. This is just you know, oh. and then it's like we we're no different than anybody else. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we're not in, like the like we're also monsters. Different... <laughs> yeah, look, look, we we have we have like a very good representation of us in the. The Flash movie, you know, I feel like that's. I'm, I'm sure that's how the gay community felt, you know, like, like uh, the for Flash, a the Flash, yeah, the Flash is queer, you know, like, yeah, oh, wow, exactly. What a, what a step in the right direction. <laughs> the Flash is queer, and then it's just like Ezra miller's on the run with guns and children. It's like, oh, oh no, 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 Ezra, god damn you, son you fucking son of a <laughs> bitch,
1: <laughs> fuck. Ugh. Just backslid us all <laughs> now. Great. We just yeah. took five years a step back. Thanks.
0: Uh, you know what? And this again, coming from a straight white dude, gay people need uh uh the rock. They <laughs> yeah. need their they need their version of the rock who's just like, like everyone <laughs> loves us.
1: Our community has some bad PR people for sure. Like
0: why does why does it have Alan Cummings doing more stuff? Why yeah. talking more?
1: I think we could all agree <laughs> <he's>, on that.
0: <laughs> Couldn't, we, couldn't Alan Cummings have been the Flash? Like, It doesn't matter that he's not young, guys. It's CGI. Yeah.
1: Come on. He can still be fast. DH okay? the fuck? I mean, he's wearing a hood most of the time. We could fudge it.
0: I mean, we were on the right track. We, uh, we They had Ian McKellen playing Magneto. Yeah, exactly. Things were going, things were going good. Ugh.
1: See, again, Marvel making the better decisions and poor DC just left in the dark. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to Marvel. Yeah,
1: because um, yeah, there's plenty of that although... news and stuff. As I'm starting to think more about um, like what some of the comics are based on and what some of the things could be tied into. I'm starting to get kind of intrigued, and especially because I do feel like we're getting the groundwork set so much for a Young Avengers-style build-up um, and sort of a passing of the torch. I've, I'm, I'm ready to see some payoffs for what we've gotten from the shows so far. So there's a lot of uh, excited anticipation.
0: Um, you see that, and I think that Young Avengers is a long ways off. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like, I mean, with what's been announced, I guess that we can see a thread of this. We're going to see, like we talked about off the show, you know, we talked about who's debuted. And mm-hmm. like, I guess I guess them showing up in one of these Avengers 5 and 6, somewhere in there makes sense like that. Mm-hmm. But as far as them getting a solo film, like, I think that's a ways off.
1: Yeah, I th- I mean, them being like the main team for short, like having a Young Avengers title film, I definitely think would be like long past what we're doing now. Um, But
0: I also would say that I'm surprised that we're getting a Thunderbolts film before we're getting a Young Avengers film.
1: Maybe stepping on toes or are we like, I don't know, too much team stuff soon is going to be a little too much, but we also have a lot of people that aren't going to be coming back for Avengers potentially, so we're going to need to fill up the roster come you know, those two big films. Um,
0: So who do you think When the smoke cleared. Well, who's an Avenger now?
1: That's still around? I mean, we've got um, Scott Lang. You have got the Hulk. Um, We have uh, Hope. Hope. Oh, yes. uh, Hope is coming in. Um, Thor, of course. War Machine. War Machine. Um, Whoever the new Black Panther will be. Spidey. Spidey, of course. Um, Cap. Yeah, new Cap. Yeah, Bucky. Winter Soldier. Um, Yeah. And then, like, we talk about whether uh, Yelena's going to take the place of Black Widow in the main, you know, team or, you know.
0: Clint is still around. Yeah, that's true. Is Yelena even Avenger? Is she a Thunderbolt? I
1: I mean, yeah, I guess at this point she's still technically a Thunderbolt, but, uh, I mean, we're going to see a few of them turn, I think, by the end of that movie. Yes. but
0: Yelena, John Walker, fucking mm-hmm. Zemo. Yep abomination i've heard
1: presumably yeah i mean that's that's, it that's all we know know for sure
0: ghost i heard
1: oh right ghost uh yeah from um ant-man 2
0: ant-man 2 yeah Yeah. i don't know i don't know some of this stuff seems like that needs to be a movie
1: yeah so I would th- my first reaction would be like, oh, they just slam everything together like Suicide Squad. It could be too much, but because of the shows and the way that they built these characters, we already have that stuff. That's what like Multiverse of Madness showed us that with the shows we could just jump right into the f- this fucking insane plot, and we've already got the backstory. If you miss the shows, you're you're kind of out of luck. But um,
0: Doctor Strange is an Avenger. Yeah, Shang Chi is an Avenger.
1: Absolutely. Chi
0: she, is my favorite part of Phase 4.
1: It, it's definitely, the. <clears throat> I think it's the best one so far. Um, of course, I really liked Moon Knight. I'm fucking all about some Moon Knight. That was very good. Um,
0: I but... also love Moon Knight, and that's why I wish he would have been in the show more.
1: <laughs> yeah, they definitely, uh, but, but again, that's like so, something with the comics, really. like Some of the best Moon Knight stories are him not as Moon Knight, but as him. Right. You know, fighting amongst himself, and we got Mister Knight, which is like just fucking something I loved. It was pretty great to see.
0: Oscar was amazing. Yes, as Moon Knight, yeah. He and from what I've seen online this week, they are filming more Moon Knight right now. It seems like
1: interesting. I was hoping there so. There have been
0: some Instagram posts from him and the director that seem like they're in Egypt. Fuck yeah! So, well, they changed it mid. Like before the finale of Moon Knight, they changed it from uh limited series to season one.
1: Right. Yeah. They finally uh, decided that they wanted to do the second one, but they're so, still been very quiet about it. Like,
0: But for me, season or not season, phase four has been, uh, the thing is like, there've been projects that I've enjoyed mm. that I don't think have furthered anything.
1: Yeah. It's like, like meandering a
0: little bit. Like, <laughs> Falcon a Winter Soldier. I loved Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic story. I thought it was a fantastic look at, especially what was going on right then and what's going on right now. What it would be to be, hand to be a to be a black male in America and be handled mm-hmm. the mantle of Captain America in this current climate with some of the absolutely shitty people that are out there right now.
1: Yep. Fuck yeah.
0: And, and the, the shitty voices that are being heard, unfortunately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I thought that was a bit like, it didn't do anything to further the MCU, really.
1: No, that's except for sure. Giving,
0: except for Sam being, taking up the mantle more.
1: Yeah, it established you a know. couple of different characters. I guess it broke ground on the Thunderbolts. You know, yeah. it, it gave us the, who's going to be the new uh, Falcon and who's going to be, you know, a Patriot for the Young Avengers. Um,
0: and maybe maybe down the in the line, maybe whenever this shakes out, maybe there's going to be a point where I'm like, oh shit, actually this was very important, <laughs> right? But as a viewer right now, it's just been like, okay, that was cool, but like, where are we going?
1: I mean, and I think COVID was a big part of that problem, especially with like yeah. uh, you know cutting down uh, Miss Marvel so much and losing mm-hmm. a lot of what would have really actually explained what the fuck was going on with the the clandestine and stuff. Um, just I know a lot there's of that also, shit got in the way, but.
0: I think that because of them... I know that they... When they originally announced things, I think, like, Doctor Strange was before Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, and it would make sense for Doctor Strange to come right after WandaVision instead of several projects down the road.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because, like,
0: and, there was technically and also, multiverse
1: shit in between, but we just don't really talk about it in Multiverse of Madness. It's From
0: what I've read, they had to rewrite a lot of strange and different parts of no way home mm-hmm. to make it make sense because they had it the other way around
1: at one point. Yeah, having to flip the schedules and everything. I like some of the multiverse stuff is starting to come together for me in the announcements, though, uh, especially yeah. with like more Kang shit. But like, it makes me wonder like, is Secret Wars going to be original Secret Wars where we're just having villains and heroes fighting on Battle Planet? or Are we going to actually have so much of a multiverse situation that multiverses are crashing into each other, like the ultimates, and where we're going to have to wipe one off? Like, what exactly that will entail? is going to be very interesting to see as we get more of Kang and more of this shit that's going to be, you know, quantum shit with um, Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, I have a real big feeling that if if these
0: two Avengers films end this saga, the multiverse saga they're calling, I really don't think, I think that they're going to work it to where Kang fills the Beyonders role.
1: You think so? Because, I mean, I, with I Fantastic Four, I mean, Molecule Man eventually becomes Beyonder. He's a big Fantastic Four villain. But, yeah, if they bring in Molecule Man, then it, it definitely would seem to me silly if they didn't push him to be Beyonder eventually, um, yeah. which would be uh, pretty cool. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's there's so much speculation just because all we have is titles at this point. Um,
0: but, and the only reason I think that is just because at every turn... They are pushing Jonathan Majors. Mm, yeah. You know, and like, and I don't mean that in a negative way. No, I no. Fucking he's going to be
1: great. Yeah, I'm fucking um, excited. Yeah,
0: I like everything that he's been in. For I've sure. i enjoyed that I've seen. and uh, But they're definitely, you know, like, they're counting them the way that they counted Brolin and Thanos. And, you yeah. Know? So I just, but, you know, they could throw us for a loop and, and pull another giant bad by the end of this saga.
1: Yeah. And I mean... I could kind of see it as, like, Kang being defeated and the Beyonder having to basically clean up our multiverse because it's all fucked up from what Kang did, you know? Um, That would make sense. So, but I don't know, it's interesting. It's also one of those things, like, um, with Thor Love and Thunder, they brought in the character of Eternity, who is essentially the, like, living embodiment of the Marvel multiverse. Yeah. so it's going to have to play a role. Uh, it can't just be a wishing stone for fucking the God Butcher. You know, there's got to be something more to the, uh, eternity, I think. Um, so I'm really hoping that they're going to be going big-scale cosmic at this point with things like the Beyonder and Kang, which to me leads the next group into Galactus, right? We're going to have to have Galactus after these next two phases? Like, finally? See,
0: I don't think so. Really? I, think, I think that they're going to go the other direction. Oh. I think after this, they're going to bring things way down.
1: More like I think that level. we're
0: going to... Uh, you know what? I want to see... I mean, personally, for me, dude, after all this, after Thanos and the Infinity Saga being huge, and then after all this, we're going back to another huge guy from the cosmos. <laughs> yeah. That's purple. That's going to come down <laughs> and, you know... Do bad stuff, and I think that it's going to be good, and I think that there's going to be way more to it than that, obviously, because I, I do believe in them, I believe in Feige, I think they know what they're doing. But like after this, I would love to see it get brought down, and I would love to see smaller stories for a while. Mm-hmm. And I, but like specifically, like you know, like I want to see a great another portrayal of Magneto, I want to see, yeah. you know, I want to see Omega Red, and I want to see Juggernaut, and I want to see. Let's like after this, let's go X hard. Let's go, let's not even just go X, let's go X factor and X force and
1: <laughs> just do just nothing but X properties. We have plenty of them to bring yeah, in. X statics, I mean, fuck it. Let's, Get let's, all red let's in there.
0: Let's do for a while. You yeah. Know? Let's do like, let's do, let's push that whole side and like.
1: They could establish that they've been around the whole time, kind of like low key or whatever. Like it'd be a good way to sort of establish a history point for these characters in the universe. Be just give them a fucking phase. Like, I don't hate that. Right.
0: I already. wear I already worked it out too. The Excellent. reason why we don't have my mutants haven't shown up yet. Mm-hmm. So we come up with some sort of event during this Kang series, okay? Right. Um, some kind of event that. That happens. That that affects the past, mm. and that creates mutants in the past. But not the not, not the deep past. Um, I mean, we can explain the way apocalypse some other way when we get to that later, <laughs> right? On. But like it, they could the way they could bring in mutants and be like, "Well, why haven't we seen them?" Because they were young. They were still at Xavier's school. They weren't ready to go fight Thanos. Right. They're kids. Oh. He's still trying to figure, he's still He's still been trying to teach these kids how to fucking not kill themselves with their fucking freezing powers, <laughs> Exactly. So, you know?
1: These m- explosive children, yeah. And by the time we
0: get to them, you know, they're 20s. You know, they're young. And that'll be 2025 at the earliest because yeah. they don't want Simon Kinberg and Brian Singer involved in this shit. So
1: <laughs> Which is smart.
0: We're talking, these kids could have been born in 2006. That's two years before Iron Man.
1: Oh, yeah. That timing lines up real nice.
0: <laughs> and then the other mutants in the world have just been trying to keep quiet,
1: doing the Krakoa thing. Even you know they're they're on a yeah. sovereign nation. They're not fucking with anybody else. They're trying to keep everybody out and stay quiet. Sure. You know, fuck yeah, that could totally work. The, the X Men are always doing some shit like that. You know, mutants have to hide. There's a way to do
0: it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a way to do it. Yeah, I think I I believe that the whole. I think that it could be its own phase, its own saga.
1: I think people yeah. would buy into that, too, because it would give you a little less, like, anybody who's having Avengers, uh, you know, fatigue, then here's a whole new group of different types of stories told with the X-Men, you know, and X spinoffs. Because,
0: yeah, at okay. this point, if you think about it, this movie is going to end when, when, does this Phase 6 and 25?
1: Right, yeah.
0: This started 17 years ago. <laughs> Damn. And we've, ha- and it's been mostly about the Avengers. They can slip away and it could i mean people could still show up you can still have young avengers and stuff like oh that yeah like,
1: i mean especially on the shows you know do do a bunch of x-men movies and do you know other people shows you know simultaneous bro, kind of cu- shit even com- culminate the, culminate this shit or even kick it off with a versus x fuck yeah yeah why not fucking why not the avengers have a new fucking threat it's the goddamn x-men why not go ahead and And have that bout, and then when the smoke clears, they become fucking allies. That could totally work as an easy way to just fucking start with a fresh slate. That'd be cool. Yeah. Fucking, that'd be a cool movie. That would be. Again, anyone who's listening that
0: uh, knows (laughs) people at Marvel, we have ideas. Yeah,
1: give us a call. Our phones are always on. Actually, mine's not. It's always on silent. I don't like phone calls. Uh, Text me. Yeah,
0: Yeah, text me also. (laughs) Don't even text me. I don't want you to have my actual number. Just <laughs> messenger. Find yeah. me on Messenger.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hit, hit up my Twitter, Eddie Bunstick. Hit me up on LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: something that you and I, again, we talk about this stuff off the... M- we don't just wait until we do an episode <laughs> to talk about things.
1: Can't um, talk about anything. So
0: thank you guys for listening. Yeah,
1: We're absolutely. back
0: also. It's been like a year and a half.
1: <laughs> Took a little break. Um,
0: but here we are. Um, something I was talking about, though, like... Can we get an X-Men or X-Force or X-Factor or some kind of X-Film direct, directed by the Duffer Brothers?
1: Yeah. No, that that is something that I think is a good idea. He's he's good with, uh, or they're good with teen groups, you know, like, and fucking crazy I love that you said, shit.
0: I love that you said he at first, like the idea that there's <laughs> one man. <I laughs> they're just an amalgam. Me. For some reason, his name is the Duffer Brothers. <laughs> That's just what his mean, thoughtless parents named
1: him. <laughs> he's an only child.
0: <laughs> but they an only Duffer, child.
1: The Duffer Brothers. That is his three, three given names.
0: He's, he's not an only child. He has
1: two sisters. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been the twins.
0: Uh, they're hated. Okay. They're just named... <laughs> Those, those girls, <laughs> They're both named that.
1: Uh, wow, uh, well, Duff, uh, uh, Mr. Brothers is doing great for a, a home life like that, let me tell you.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, McGillicuddy is his family name, um, strangely enough. But, uh, yeah, Chris Claremont. Look, Chris Claremont yes. writes an excellent movie. I love the Duffer Brothers directly.
1: Yes, especially for, like, a classic uh Beginning team, you know, young young team. I, I definitely agree well, with that. Well,
0: I wouldn't say that everyone needs to be young.
1: No, but like, a you know, a main, you have some early kids. There's always got to be kids. It's a, still a school, you know, I think.
0: but I would specifically say, like, obviously Wolverine needs to be older. Oh, yeah. And like, obviously... He's been around for a while. Uh, Ga- Gambit could be older. Gambit could be somebody who was, like, in their mid-50s, like someone like Josh Holloway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes, we still must push for Holloway to be Gambit. He's still the perfect gambit. The man hasn't aged, so you know.
0: Oh, I wish they
1: would do an old man gambit in the film. <laughs> That'd to be great. Introduce him. What is he doing in the wastelands actually?
0: <laughs> I don't think that Gambit I don't think that Josh Holloway's doing anything, and I don't think that you should refer to LA as the Wastelands anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I mean it's an apt description, I believe you're probably right (laughs) so soon there'll be the water world so you know it's they better enjoy the heat while they got it i guess
0: as long as that one dude doesn't play who played him what was his name taylor kitchener
1: oh from in the uh origins wolverine film yeah woof there's a lot about that movie that got wrong the only thing they got right was ryan reynolds eventually being deadpool correctly
0: it's so awesome in deadpool 2 when he kills that deadpool (laughs) yeah it's so good
1: it's wonderful. I want a short Wolverine. Let me just say that. What do you
0: What do you think about that? Taron Egerton. Egerton.
1: Egerton. 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 Egger, I like do you think him, about but. Elton John? <laughs> I mean, he's a little too sinewy, <laughs> you know. Like, I need a little short, stocky Wolverine. I need kind of like an ugly little fucking Tova man who's badass. Uh, you know, it's I'm I'm kind of tired of this handsoming up of one of our uh, horrific short kings. It's it's kind of fucked up uh, for old Logan. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't get the grizzled look he ha- he absolutely deserves. Uh, you know, we need yeah. to just find a stocky Canadian. <laughs> I think there's probably some out there. I don't know. Check the trees, but. i just
0: i just don't i know i sadly don't think that's what's gonna wind up getting
1: cast (laughs) i can dream for now we have so many years i mean like that's also the problem with like thinking about who's gonna be in the x-men and doing any x things Is like that's that's a number of years from now anything can change in hollywood in fucking three years you know absolutely
0: Especially Absolutely. if they're building to a
1: bigger picture, they not only need somebody who's going to be, uh, you know, marketable in in the three years coming, but like in decades next. So, like, I don't know, like everything's I kind of shot from the dark.
0: they wouldn't focus. I wish they wouldn't focus so much on Wolverine.
1: I mean he's like one of the best selling characters He'd be like I wish they wouldn't focus on Spider-Man so much. I mean Wolverine and Spider-Man sell shit. So like it they're they're going to focus know. on him. I
0: know. I mean I agree like, there's
1: so many cool X characters but you know Logan is is the fucking beloved. I get it but yeah. Who would
0: you if you could put together your X team for when the MCU debut of the X-Men eventually happens? Tell me about your X team.
1: That's real tough, because I, I really do have a weird soft spot for, like, the original with just Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman, who's actually Snowy Guy, and fucking the Beast, only not hairy yet. There's, like, something about this, like, ragtag, they don't even have their powers figured out sort of crew, that I have I still admire, even as much as I love the 90s, like, next generation, essentially, of the the school. Uh, Those like that classic core their costumes were ugly and they were a little bit awkward I kind of fucking love that for a coming-of-age mutants tale You know it is a story about puberty as much as it's a story about like rights and coming into your own I kind of love the I love the jank of the old team
0: Isn't that team a little too similar as far as film-wise to what we're going to get from Fantastic Four?
1: Yeah, and that is kind of part of the problem, and I think also why they did a big overhaul with Miss Marvel's powers and stuff. They don't want too many things that are going to seem a little too similar because now they're able to start doing things that were developed around the same time, you know, are kind of similar from, you know, just the standpoint of their uh, source material.
0: Now here's the thing. I really do like the idea of the original
1: comics, too, um... Was an angel in that original? Yeah, angel was in that original too, yep. Yeah. And Xavier um, in a regular-ass wheelchair. I kind of like a regular-ass wheelchair for some reason. It makes him more vulnerable. I want him in a mech. <laughs> yeah, put him in a full-on suit. <laughs> I want him in a Gundam movie.
0: <laughs> the entire time. Um, I would, I you know, I would like to, I don't know. I don't know. With the X-Men. I really like, um, you know, like, yeah, I do like the '90s crew the best.
1: Yeah, the Claremont crew but, is just so
0: good. But there's newer things, newer lineups I enjoy.
1: I mean, um, that's the. There's just so many different characters, and because we haven't had any uh, pinned down in these last couple decades, like I mean, besides you know the Fox movies that were not really, they were kind of doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. It seemed like from a film to film basis, even though they tried to tie yeah. shit together, um, it, like there's you, i would would be interested just to sort of like throw them all in a fucking bucket and pour it on the floor and see which characters pour out and like see see some new team up throw all these newer people together uh with the older I people just, and just kind of see what happens give us some new new fucking tales i think that way and marvel is cool with flipping people's origins and putting new things together so it's a good opportunity i would like to see Psylocke then well i hope um, we get more I'd cable like to see yeah i
0: i think that we will i really feel like I think that Cable's going to be in Deadpool 3. That'd be great. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be funny if, if Deadpool 3, if, like, Deadpool somehow through the, the multiverse saga winds up in the MCU. <laughs> and then at one point, like, it's just like, wait, do you guys not know about the X-Men in this world? <laughs> like, hold on. And then he, like, goes and there's, like, an Xavier school. And he's like, see, there's a school here. And this guy is totally teaching mutant kids how to be superheroes. <laughs> it just, it's just on a different timeline, and they're still pretty young. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Like, right. That would be a cool way to do it,
1: too. It's a perfect way to set it up without giving them a movie, you know? Uh... I think it's sad
0: that it took all the way to Logan before Hugh Jackman
1: got to really play
0: Wolverine in a really good movie. Yeah. Uh... He's the star of every one of those movies, but, like, the first, the first X in the movie's great. And Logan's great. Yeah. And the, the everything I like in between X2. them are... X2 is good, I guess. It's X2 got some is good, good shit. And, Night, and Nightcrawler rules. Yeah. I really well, like the way they I, think they... I think he was good. Yeah. Fucking guess who plays?
1: that. <laughs> Ow, he could come back as Mephisto now. Fucking... Uh, it'd be Nightcrawler's dad. That'd be pretty fun.
0: I think that this should just be Mephisto teases and
1: never Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> there have been so many rumors that he was going to show up in like every fucking thing. It's so funny. I've never seen him. People,
0: people were like, he's going to show up in Falcon. He's going to show up in
1: Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Do you guys know? Like, really? I don't,
0: I don't think it's that kind of a fucking movie or a show, guys.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Mephisto. Yeah, Mephisto. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> sure. sure. In the espionage thriller. He'll totally be right in the middle of that. Yeah, John Clancy's Mephisto. <laughs> There's that new oh, Spider-Man wow. cartoon, uh, freshman year. Uh, yeah, what's
0: the deal with that? So it's, it's it's MCU
1: adjacent? It's a multiverse story. It's, again, talk about dancing with the rules. It's how they're going to get away with having a Spider-Man run program uh, that gets around the loopholes <laughs> of the contract stuff because it's not technically part of the thing. It's not going to be Tom Holland. It's actually a multiverse story, which is the one thing that makes me intrigued by all of this is uh, the still that apparently they showed uh, is, you know, where Pete would have met Tony in that alley in the first Spider-Man movie, he's instead meeting Norman Osborn. So this is going to be a universe where Pete actually did meet Osborn, he exists in this universe, and we're gonna get a more like classic comic Pete story, I guess, but I think that's kind of fascinating that we get to sort of see what it will be, potentially other MCU characters within that show Kind of make their debut there and come into the world i don't know it seems kind of fascinating but it is definitely weird but they're just still just janking around with multiverse nonsense as a way to have a full-on spider-man project that's not tied to the current film so it's technically slipping through but
0: what do you think's gonna happen with spider-man going forward
1: i don't know tom holland sounds like he's fucking kind of done you know which i say uh, stop it just be fucking spider-man well, here's the
0: deal here's the deal with tom you, holland you rat bastard I'm going to talk very real to the listeners about Tom Holland. First of all, I'd like to start this with a disclaimer that says, I love Tom Holland. I I think he's a wonderful human being. I love (laughs) that he is the definitive Peter Parker. He is the, he, 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 and, you know, there's a few people that are the perfect depiction of their character mm-hmm. you know i mean robert downey jr yes chris evans yes um and tom holland and hemsworth i guess but, he's good ass um, yeah um but tom holland just he's wonderful mm, he sings um he you can like his other movies on fire <laughs> they are so forgettable And he is playing the most iconic character in the history of the world. More people know who Spider-Man is than people know who fucking Mickey Mouse is.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, He he is playing the most iconic fictional character in the history of the planet. And then we're supposed to also watch him be in something else, and he's crying. And you're like, what (laughs) is this? Like, look, Tom Holland, okay? I get it. You're British and you're an actor and you want to really be taken seriously and you really want to have this body of work that's full of things you can be proud of. Dude, let me tell you something. You get to be Spider-Man and you get to be rich. (laughs) And you get to fuck Zendaya, okay? You get enough. Just just enjoy that.
1: You have plenty, sir.
0: Make 6,000 Spider-Man
1: movies. It'll take these couple of years to tread the boards like a British actor. Go do some theater shit for a little while, fine. But you come back, and you exclusively be Peter Parker.
0: No, no, that's it. You get two You get two projects, and then you're <laughs> done with all this other stuff. You're just Peter Parker from now on. I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm letting you know to your face that if you, if you, I'm tired of hearing about it. Come on, okay? Here's my deal with you. You have all the leverage in the world okay you are beloved nobody wants nobody wants to see anybody else play fucking spider-man spider-man's the biggest character in the world they want to make more spider-man movies so, so just fucking tell them to get the fucking pen out and write them goddamn checks <laughs> exactly and, and just be like oh start writing the, start getting those fucking deals like downy got okay <laughs> Start getting that back end money, like he got an end where he yeah. fucking, where he made a part of that billion dollars. Where mm. Instead of just making Jeez. like instead of making nine billion nine million to be in the movie, he made like a hundred and twenty million dollars because he was a producer. Mm. Just get that shit. Start making real money off of like tons of fucking money off this shit, and make fucking ten more goddamn Spider-Man mm. movies. <laughs> Yes. Fuck it. Lead the way. Just go in there. Walk in there. Like, look, guys. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> this is it. Shut the fuck up. I'm telling you what we're <laughs> gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna sign me the biggest movie contract in the history of film. <laughs> Why would he not say that? Right.
1: He's like you say. He's got <laughs> all of the leverage.
0: He has more leverage than anybody in the history of film.
1: He's, he owns Hollywood. He, is,
0: he could.
1: Like pretty much, yeah.
0: If If you you think about it, he is a beloved person playing the most beloved character in the history of the human race. (laughs) (laughs) And the public has spoken. They don't want want someone else to play Spider-Man. We don't want anybody. We want him. As much as people love Toby, (laughs) and as much as people love Andrew, we want to see more Tom Holland. Tom Holland is fucking slaying it. If I was Tom Holland, I'd walk in and be like, all right, here's the deal, guys. Six more Spider-Man movies, okay? I want out of six Spider-Man movies, I want half a billion dollars <laughs> for the six. That's less than hundred million of each. It's fair. No, that, that's crazy because those movies only cost like two hundred fifty <laughs> million dollars each. So like,
1: okay, Sony will go premier, broke. They do not have that kind Sony. of money. <laughs> Disney, six might
0: Spider- six Spider-Man movies. I want $10, $10 million in movies. So I want $60 million. And I want 12% on the back end.
1: And that's and it.
0: And just, just make that fucking, those six movies and just never work again. <laughs> Sail just off into them. the sunset,
1: just fuck off <laughs> forever.
0: Yes, your children's children <laughs> can have can have money. Royalty. They're going to watch these Spider-Man movies. No, no way Helm was going to be watched
1: forever. <laughs> That's a piece of history now, sir. Endgame the game is going to be made, watched forever.
0: Robert Denny Jr. is going to make money from that movie forever.
1: <laughs> it's going to be thrown on his, top of his casket instead his, of dirt. His
0: grandkids will make money from that movie. That's how you do this shit, okay, Tom Holland? I'm sorry that you're <laughs> not surrounded by the right people right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have. You don't have good friends. I think is the problem, no. Tom Holland. You are the
0: definition of big dick energy, okay? (laughs) You can walk into this, you can walk into Disney itself and be like, bro, just give me the checkbook. (laughs) Let's start making some movies because Disney's co-doing this shit. I mean, I don't know. They got the money. (laughs) That's what I out with Tom Holland. He wants to be taken as a serious actor so he makes Uncharted.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great, that's a really classy project, brother. Have done anything
0: during that time. Whenever you were off making fucking Uncharted, you could have made a Spider-Man live-action TV show. You could have made another Spider-Man movie. You could have been in other movies. Like, just be Spider-Man. Make the same amount of money and do something that's going to be remembered forever instead of Uncharted. Uncharted. The most unnecessary fucking movie of all time.
1: Oh, you didn't need Nathan Drake's origin story?
0: Bro, we got it.
1: (laughs) I, you know, my only problem with the Uncharted games was the gameplay in between. I just I needed straight cutscenes. And Mark Wahlberg, I, he was I, totally missing. I needed more old-man Asian as abusers. Fucking,
0: I'm as fucking dumb as a fucking brick, and I love the Uncharted games. <laughs> and the story of Nick, Nathan Drake's origins are, are in the fucking game. <laughs> this is one of the games when you're playing as him, as a boy, you're <laughs> right there as a kid, at an orphanage. You know his whole fucking story. <laughs> The games are mostly climbing. What are you going to make a movie out of? A
1: cliffhanger worked really well. I mean, have you seen the, the Uncharted movie? I have not. I'm I'm good. Okay. <laughs> there,
0: there, there is a scene that is taken right from the film where, like, all this cargo falls out of the back of a plane. You oh, God. You have to God. climb back up the cargo yeah. to get into the plane, and it is very well done on film. It was intense. It was fun. It's also the first like ten minutes of the movie, and then the rest of the movie falls <laughs> oh, asleep. No.
1: They blew it. <laughs> that sucks.
0: Uh yeah. You know, I hate when a movie does that. I hate when a movie starts at the best part.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like, oh, you just had a good opening. That's it. Okay.
0: And I'm not saying the rest of the movie isn't even good, but like the beginning was so like, okay. Set a high bar. The movie. The movie super troopers it starts yes. out at the best part of the movie yeah. the kids getting pulled over is the best scene in the whole movie <laughs> i'm not saying the rest of the movie isn't a classic oh, film. Of course, the rest of the movie is... but like you get the fucking moment the beginning like it sets the tone it's the you you know you know everything about the movie in the first 20
1: minutes it's perfect
0: the rest of it's just window dressing to that, that <laughs> the, the plot scene. starts to
1: get in the way a little bit <laughs>
0: Yeah, they'd are like, okay, what are they doing? Okay, there is a plot. Oh yeah, those <laughs> bad guys, drug. busts. Yeah, we just meow? Yeah, they were just meowing at people. These guys are movies. <laughs> great.
1: It would have made a great sketch. You know, some people need to just stop at a sketch.
0: Oh my god, Linda Carter's here. What's going on? Movies. <laughs> Let's see, Andor is coming out soon.
1: Yes, yeah, I am actually pretty stoked about that shit. No, that's see, I think that they're doing a
0: way better job. With Star Wars right now than they are with Yeah, because there's no movies. Yeah, and I'm not saying that we don't need Marvel movies, but like there's just there's still a want for more.
1: Yeah,
0: and then they're nailing the. I don't know. they are just been nailing stuff as far as I know that people have had their gripes. Like Kenobi, people had their gripes about Kenobi. People had their gripes about the Book of Boba Fett. Star Wars no, fans are the, the worst of,
1: people. The worst fans. They hate their the project. Worst. Like. They
0: do. No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars (laughs) fans.
1: Yeah, seriously. Was
0: the book of Boba Fett the greatest show of all time? No. No. Was it fun as fuck?
1: Yes. Yes,
0: It was enjoyable as hell. Was the best part of it when the Mandalorian shows up? Yes, that's okay. It's just (laughs) fun. Just shut the fuck up and watch it on Wednesdays. It's it's fun.
1: Right. It's, I don't know. It's a fucking soap opera. People getting this upset about a goddamn soap opera being weird and campy and cheesy, and it always has been. And it's always silly, but it's fucking fun. And at the end of the day, we get all excited about fucking lasers and spaceships and Tamara Morrison looking fucking moody. Like that shit rules. You and McGregor saying the shit and doing the flips. Like you know that fucking is always for awesome.
0: Everybody, that, for everybody out there that had a problem with Kenobi, the series, go fuck yourself in the ass with Kylo Ren's triple-sided <laughs> stupid fucking
1: twist that shit all the way up in there. Cut Ugh, them butt cheeks off. God. Yes. Yeah,
0: Kenobi. Kenobi is Lawrence of Arabia compared to the sequel films. And I just want to say that I, we have a young fan who listens to us now as an adult, and he's listening to this. And so, I had to apologize to him because he he came to me he's like, "Do you really hate the prequels?" <laughs> and I was like, "Dalton, I adore the prequels now compared to how much I hate the sequels." I think the prequels are some of the greatest films in the history of film, <laughs> compared to the sequels. My God, I love them so. But you know, I also think that Clone Wars. I told him this too. I think Clone Wars made me really reappreciate the prequels. A lot.
1: Oh, absolutely. It really develops Anakin as a character and fucking really shows you what's going on in between. Like, there's large gaps missing in the prequels. It's really kind of hard to get a fucking grip on who people are and what's going on, on top of all the wild Lucas direction. But just from a narrative point of view, like, we skip so much fucking time between every one of those movies. Uh, Yeah, Clone Wars does a really good job of tying that shit together. It's real nice.
0: We have to to spend that time covering... Uh, trade embargoes
1: Yeah, Man, I like that shit That's actually one of the things I'm excited about with Andor We're gonna get a bunch of Senate shit And talking about government Man, I'm one of the fucking guys who actually loves The wild government shit in Star Wars I like the lore I'm here for the silly shit Show me what but you think leftist politics government. are Through a Star Wars lens Give it to me
0: It's, it's not even really wild government in the prequels of the beginning It's just like super racist depictions <laughs> of, of, yeah, that. of people who Of people who import goods into a colonial society. (laughs) Yeah, it's the it's so. I love
1: Lucas has no. He's like, what? I I don't. I don't understand. I just thought they would sound like that. Like he's just. Oh god, that fucking guy. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I've always said that the separatists were correct. Of course, you separatists are right. You know, they were manipulated by Palpatine the whole time, but all they wanted was their freedom from the oppressive Republic. I'm fucking down with the Separatists. Besides the Dooku and the Palpatine part, but he was controlling everything, so it's all a wash. But yeah, no, they were right, and I stand by that. But the, the voices were right. That was wrong. Right. I don't, I don't agree with Newt Gunray <laughs> in any level. <laughs> Maybe the Newt Gingrich uh, reference. That's okay. I was. I'm probably going to be Newt Gunray for
0: Halloween this year. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to be New Gunray for Christmas.
1: <laughs> Do it.
0: I've been wanting to dress up for Christmas for a while now. I think New Gunray would be a good one. I'm just going to show up my mom's house and start talking in a horrible Asian accent oh, with this no. costume on, and just see. My mom went and saw the Phantom Menace with me. She'll get
1: it. <laughs> she'll totally get. She'll remember what's up. She won't yeah. be horrified and confused.
0: So, a movie that I can't believe. Like, if there's ever been an example of no matter what the movie is, if it makes a billion dollars, they're going to make a sequel, is the fact that they're making another Joker movie.
1: Oh, my God. And it's supposed to be a musical? Is that actually true? It, I think so. And it's a parody Lady of Gaga, itself. Is Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn? Yes, that makes me so upset. <laughs> the whole thing makes me so. It's a. Ne- what, why? Like, it really is like it's a parody of itself. Is it supposed to be stupid and absurd?
0: Or I don't like... know. And you know, we also we also are judging this thing off of some announcements. They That's did a true. great job with the first one. They they maybe this is brilliant. Maybe we'll I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. uh if the first one was taxi driver, maybe this is a Star is born.
1: <laughs> Do we really need another Star is born? No, we don't. Okay, make Barbara Streisand Harley Quinn and we'll fucking talk.
0: Arbor Strice and Yeah. Let's not let's not do that. Let's, let's not put yeah. any money behind
1: that. <laughs> let's not do that.
0: Sorry, 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 dude. That's just not that's not even a <laughs> <laughs> Um so but, a movie that you need to go see right away that everyone listening oh. to you needs know, to see right away is dope. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed Nope We've seen Nope so we can talk about that a little bit Yeah I definitely Also because we got off the phone call, we, need to, uh, we need to watch Prey
1: Yes yeah I'm very excited about that
0: Prey is on Hulu I think that when I get done talking to you I'm going to pop some Popping corn Yeah And enjoy some Prey
1: I was thinking the same thing Yeah, I was watching the trailer before we got on um, I'm fucking excited about it It looks pretty damn good
0: it does. It looks very good. I'm excited about it. I've read some really good shit about it too. So.
1: I've always liked that ridiculous franchise, fucking Predator Rules. <laughs> you know, fucking even the shitty ones are fucking fun.
0: They do. I don't understand why we like these movies because we don't like <laughs> shitty movies for the most part. But like, right. But I really, I love Predator movies. Same. Every every single time one comes. Now I watch it, I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs>
1: But, and then another well, one
0: comes out a few years later and I watch it. Yeah. I probably buy it. I buy most of them.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Just bumble into the VOD and just fucking just put money on that shit every time. It's
0: like, oh, oh, well, Third Prayer <laughs> movie is the $3. Well, Jeez, we all get that. Gotta
1: get that shit. It's wild. Yeah. I, I'm also excited about watching Elephant Man this weekend. So it's like, what the fuck is, What is wrong with me? Like, what, why, how do both things tickle me in such a way, you know?
0: I'm planning on uh, maybe checking out this new Woodstock '99 documentary oh, on Netflix. Hell yeah! You know, I'm I'm fascinated with Woodstock '99 because I was supposed to go. Oh shit! Um, you know, I was 19 and uh, would have been part of the ride. I, I had a ticket.
1: Oh, damn. and
0: I got a DUI, and I had to sell my ticket. Oh, and no! And get to go, and. For a lot of years, like it's one, it was one of the biggest regrets of my life. It's like I didn't get to go and be a part of this giant moment. And like now at my age, when I look back and I watch his documentaries and shit, like I'm so glad I didn't go. It
1: probably would have killed you.
0: Well, it's so dark. It's yeah. so The amount of rape and just yeah. It, was just, it and like and violence in general. I, I wonder. I wonder if like it would have soured me on the whole thing because then just a few years later, just three years later, you know, I was going to Bonnaroo.
1: Yeah, it might have fucked your whole festival vibe forever.
0: Yeah, that thing, just the conditions it was, like, Bonnaroo may have rolled around, and my friend may have never been able to convince me to go to that Yeah, And, like, that shaped me as a person in a lot of ways, like, just getting out and meeting the people and seeing the music and, you know doing the things that you do at a music festival that you camp at and there's readily available food from different vendors. Yeah. You know, that's what we'll say.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, The delights.
0: Yeah. Treats. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would have like done that. I don't know if I would have been so into like this giant life of concert going that I put myself through for years and years and years. If I would have gone to well, wound up being this horrible experience
1: for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. You dodged a fucking bullet. Like for real, that's, that's very fascinating <laughs> to think like, like the my, alternate my, life you could have lived being like, I'm fucking my, done with music.
0: My friends, you know, I had friends that went. Oh shit. And you know, my friends were like, they were goofy stoner dudes. You know, they weren't right. Rapey frat kind of guys. <laughs> Aggressive you know, Limp biscuit fans. Yeah. Yeah. They were not they're My buddy, uh, who went to it? Uh, who was at the Biscuit show? He was like, we were talking that day. He was like, no man. He's like, I was way at the back. Shrewman. <laughs> He's like, I was not in the violence of any of it. He's like,
1: also dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah, Damn. But, uh, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but
0: uh, yeah, looking forward to watching pray. Um,
1: New episode of Harley Quinn. That season has been great. I gotta get caught up. I, I I gotta get caught up. I've only I've only seen the first season. I don't know if you watched the Orville, <laughs> but that finale just fucking happened. About to watch that later too. But no, I don't watch I don't watch the Orville. I, I I. It's I super uh, underrated.
0: I don't hate myself enough to watch the
1: Orville. Whoa! I, you know, this new season I'm makes current kidding. Star Trek look like shit. Kind of like they've well, been doing a well, really good job with uh, their fucking uh, morality tales and shit. It's been very fascinating.
0: I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. I truthfully, I just don't really care about Star Trek.
1: <gasps> no, that's fair.
0: I just don't. I mean, <laughs> I really like the ones. I like the ones that J.J. Abrams. Yeah, made. all
1: the good explosions and shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like, the, I like the Star Wars Star Trek.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Which if Wayne, if our good buddy Wayne, he used to come on the show. He'd go right. see, he he's just he's slamming his fist on a desk right now. <laughs> Angry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, probably so. Uh, sorry, Wayne. I actually oh, haven't really yeah. even watched a ton of the new Star Trek, but you know, it's
0: Oh man, I tell you what, it's so good because here's the deal, they take out all of the stupid story. You know, there used to be so much story <laughs> the, and like <laughs> exposition Ugh. and lore. You know what I hate lore. <laughs> so, so much, much yapping about Star ships. Oh god about, engine types. You know, Look, guys, I'm trying to watch a movie for an hour and 45 minutes. I don't need the schematics on every fucking <laughs> ship that's in the thing. Just animate it, okay? Shit, actually,
1: sure. I kind of do. I do want all those schematics. Schematics oh, make good posters.
0: This dude that I went to high school with and grew up with,
1: he, he had those books on them, like, yeah. He, Designs of yeah. all the ships.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love a comedian. Um, he also...
0: Well, I mean, I'm just going to let you know, like, the more of that, the more things like that you own in the 90s, it was, you definitely had a better chance of getting beat up on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. It was different times back then.
0: Yeah, and you walked around, and, like, you had, like, a Trapper Keeper, and and then, like, your history book, and then, like, on top of that was just, like, a giant hardcover book that was just, like, the schematics of every spaceship
1: ever in the history of (laughs) Star Trek. Like... Not, yeah, not a good look for that time. No.
0: No, it was a bullies was, love that man. shit. when people talk about it being tough nowadays, <laughs> I'm not trying to take away from what kids get go through nowadays. But like the insanity of the nineties of what like the end of the seventies and eighties and like the fucking craziness of like initiating kids into high school and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, the picking on the bullying of stuff compared to Nowadays, like, yeah, kids will say some really mean shit on the internet and it causes a lot of awful stuff. I don't know why sure. to take away from that. But, like, when I was in high school, I saw a kid get, like, tripped into his underwear and then get saran wrapped to a telephone pole. Oof. You know what I mean? And, Physical like, left violence. There. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> that's some crazy shit. Like, yeah. That's, that's... And no one went to jail. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was just another day. Was, boys will be boys.
0: And it wasn't just boys will be boys because the <laughs> girls beat the fuck out of the girls, too. And it wasn't the jock kids. And it wasn't just the, <laughs> the, the quote-unquote cool kids because there were some rough initiations in school bands.
1: Oh, band's tough. Oof, band campuses. Bro,
0: bro, they would put people in the big cases for the big uh, <laughs> bass drums. Yeah, fuck yeah. And, they, and then and roll them down the stairs outside. Mm. And like, man, I got spared all this stuff because I walked into my freshman year of high school like 6'6. Six, six,
1: <laughs> right.
0: And people were just like, oh, he's definitely not a freshman. He's probably a junior that transferred. I feel like that's what happened. I feel like I just lucked out super didn't know.
1: No one was tall enough to grab thoughts. your head to do anything, so you know.
0: They're like, they're like Yeah, surely. Because everybody else in my grade still is like children. <laughs> Coming out of eighth grade, but I had just eaten a lot of preservatives, and also was just very tall, so I was just looking mature, I guess. You know, just <laughs> kind of out there, and and yeah, so nobody picked on me. I got luck. I'm lucked out. Fuck yeah. Okay, well that's probably all I got for you this week. Look, glad to be back.
1: Yeah, it's been great. Really glad to be back. Uh, pretty excited to do more of these in the future. So I'd say that wraps us up this week. Uh, this is our first return back for a Season 3. There might be a little uh, jankiness to the way that our flow has kind of gone this time around, thanks to the delights of working with Zoom and uh, forgetting about the 40-minute cutoff. But we're going to be working out some of the kinks as we go forward in the future, and as I, Ian, your delightful co-host, take over editing uh, a lot of the stuff and making sure that things sound good and not ridiculous like this rambling outro. So anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week with a new episode probably talking about the more of WB being on fire as well as talking about uh, the things that we've watched uh, this week. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for new episodes coming uh, weekly and for more of our fantastic takes. Uh, let us know what you thought, uh, and, and if you're as ex- excited as we are to, to get back into the groove of this thing, let us know on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Ebonesteak. Um, Follow Josh around Effingham if you see him. Uh, he likes that a lot, I'm pretty sure. That, that was something that he—let me check my notes— loves when people do so make sure that happens um but yeah here we are we're back again um and as always for josh custer i'm ian maxwell saying enjoy your boils